High five. All right, well, it's time for another high five for this Friday, October 25th. And I am joined today by Mr. Marco Merrick. Hello, Senor Last, and hello, everybody. How's it going, dude? I'm doing all right, thank you. Yeah, just getting over this cold or flu or whatever the fuck I had. Yeah, I'm doing all right, though. How about you? Yeah, same. Sometimes I'll be fine, and then the second I start talking for too long, then, like, this dryness starts to, like, creep up my throat, and then I start coughing. Yes! I had the same thing last night. I was like, I'm getting better, and then last night, I'm just coughing uncontrollably. I got, like, this thing in my chest, and I'm like, oh, come on. (coughs) (coughs) But hopefully it goes away. Yeah, thankfully it doesn't go through the line, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we'll just be getting each other sick over here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point is that you've got five tracks for me. We're going to listen to this music. It's going to make us feel better. Is that correct? That's true. It will. I've got some good tracks this week. Plenty of good stuff. Uh, the first one is from Holland, who is no stranger to the show, of course. He's got a new one out, which uh, just too good to pass up. Uh, Holland hails from Canada, in case you weren't sure. I don't know exactly where, but somewhere up near you, maybe. And uh, the track I've picked to play, his new one is called We'll Get There Someday.
right, and that was We'll Get There Someday by Holland. And that was brought to you by my awesome patrons. Let's uh, thank all the people in the $10 club today. We got Fraser Davidson. Oh, hey, Fraser, if you're listening to the show, <laughs> have you updated that Beyond Synth list thing? Because I don't mind doing it myself, dude. I'll do it myself. Because he said he was going to do it. and so, I, But I don't want to push him because he doesn't have to do it, obviously. <laughs> I always feel weird in these situations where someone's doing me a favor. Yeah. At no point do I have the right to say, like, hey, you done that favor yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have you done that favor yet? Because Fraser was uh, really cool because he, he made a, a Word document that was very helpful to me because I never really kept mm. track of the songs that we played on the show. And he did it by episode and by artist. And so I've got like a Word doc. I think even the website you can on Beyonce.com, I think it's there. And lately I have been, you know, writing down the tracks that are played in the show notes. So when it says like the artist link, it says what song we played because I didn't even used to do that. No, you didn't. And so what I need to do is I just need an updated list because I think the last time yeah. we updated it was like episode 190 or something like that. So anyway, uh, listen. But also, thank you, Fraser, for being an awesome uh, patron. And, of course, there's uh, Alex Seligson and Neverman and Joshua Winter. So thanks, guys, in the $10 Club. And I'm back here with... And there's uh, Marco just uh, beaming away. Oh, I sure am. I mean, there's so much good music. And there's, uh, I'm just enjoying fall here and the beautiful colors, man. It's, it's lovely. Yeah, it is nice. I like fall. There's different times of year that have me nostalgic. Like, you know when you did certain things at certain times, you know, like mm-hmm. certain smells will like bring back memories or certain times of year and for me Halloween reminds me of playing Keith Courage on the Turbo Graphics because my brother got a Turbo Graphics right around Halloween one year Uh and I remember going trick-or-treating because I was in public school and then coming home and playing Keith Courage and it was dark outside because that was the game that came with the system and then my other memory is not a warm fall day like slightly on the cool side cloudy sky going downtown to the video store we had a video store in my town and picking up Mortal Kombat 3 because I had the guy order it for me Mm -hmm. and I still remember like it's just this certain weather just the clouds in the sky the right temperature I think it was October it was either October or November and I was still sort of in denial (laughs) because I don't know if you remember like the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat 3 but it was kind of grainy like the graphics I really didn't play Mortal Kombat 3 on consoles only in the arcade and even then I wasn't impressed and then no it was more on like PlayStation and and Nintendo 64 I started playing you know Mortal Kombat Trilogy and and, and games like that so okay yeah yeah for me I played a lot of 3 and I knew that there was something off about the game but it, it didn't hit me for years like like the Super Nintendo version's fine and it is much better than the Genesis version but the graphics were kind of grainy and the sound was really compressed mm-hmm. you know as you get older and you understand how video games work and how they compress information to be stored on you know cartridges and stuff and there was always these kind of limitations but I never really understood them so when I played a game that had like muddy kind of visuals or really compressed music I just didn't really get it I knew something was off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, why is this? What? What's with this? So that was a thing, because I didn't really play Mortal Kombat 3 too much in the arcade. I mean, it's much better in the arcade than on the console. Like, I think the Super Nintendo version of MK2 is pretty good. It is. It's not a bad port. It it, it really is decent, yeah. But part 3, man, is just fucking, yeah, grainy and, uh... 
Anyway, look, how about this? Play, play me, uh, <laughs> play me. I, I just wanted to bring a talk about memories, you know, like when the, the weather brings back memories, and I just remember... Memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing more than... Anyway, um, yes, I have a new song here from Juno Francis. Now, this song isn't synthwave per se. I mean, it's... I'd probably say it's synth pop. And it does have a retro flavour to it, definitely, but it also has a bit of a modern feel. But anyway, it's just too good to pass up. This is a new one from Juno Francis, and it's called So High. And you 
by Juno Francis. And that was a nice track. That was brought to you by my awesome patrons. Well, there's... I feel bad now. We've just come back from a lovely song, and now we have to thank my wonderful donors, Pump Action Foreskin, <laughs> Neptune 90, Thundercats Ho, Dalton Bell, uh, Heartbeat Hero, and Cat Temper, all in the $10 club. And we're back here on this week's High Five with Marco. Cat Temper, cool. I, I didn't know um, he supported the show. I almost played one of his songs the other week, but he he's makes good music too. So does Heartbeat Hero. Sometimes I get certain people confused, because I know like Cat Temper, there's another cat artist in synth scene called 2D Cat. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I see the word cat, all these things are starting to get muddled in my brain. There's too many cats for Andy to handle. <laughs> uh, cat Temper is the cooler one, right? Because he's a supporter of the show. But the Beyond Synth database, I just updated it. There's two phases. I update the the database and then my web guy, Mike Rezel at MikeRezel.com, uh, he takes the info and then he actually makes it so it goes into the database and so people can look at it. Mm-hmm. So there's like kind of two phases, you know, like I do the info and then it has to be like uploaded into the actual database. Yep. We're now at 950 artists on that thing. Jeez, that is a fair bit. Yeah, man. And more all the time because, you know, this year and with the high five, we've been playing a lot of um, artists who I haven't played on the show before. And I and I mm. do try actively every week. And sometimes I feel bad because obviously there's a lot of artists who make good music. You know they make good music and obviously supporting them is important. Yep. But then I also try actively to play artists I haven't played before on every show. Yeah. So that in combination with things has just meant that there's just been so many artists being added to the database, like m- probably more this year than like... Any previous year So sometimes I get confused Is what I'm trying to say That's good Always unearthing good music On uh, I was about to say Synthetic Sundays On Beyond Synth <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh Every time I try and laugh My throat fucking you closes You can laugh <laughs> No it's good man You're always unearthing Good music on the show It's great You know some weeks You can't go past The well known producers They all seem to be Bringing out an album In the same week Or whatever So it's And, and it's really good So what do you do But uh, no it's always good To play something new I mean there's always New artists popping up up everywhere. Every week there's new shit, you know? I mean, even this week on High Five, I think there's probably two or three artists that, have, that you've never played on the show before. So. Yeah, we haven't played Juno Francis before, I know that. And I don't think you've played VIQ either, which no. is coming up. No. Well, how about uh, well, how about you play me more music? How about that? Oh, Man. some more. All right, we've got a new track here from at 1980. Uh, wait, where does this guy hail from? Let me have a look. He's British. No, it says Madrid, Spain. Well, it's weird because at 1980... 
I feel like Josh Daly has more to do with At 1980 than just singing on it. Right. Like, I think he also produces it as well, if I am correct. I feel like we literally talked about this. Oh, I haven't released that damn show. Good one. Well, we can't talk about it then. Uh, let me just see what the band camp says. Well, it's a collaboration between him and this other guy. But I feel like Josh is also co-producing the tracks, as well as doing vocals. That would make sense. I mean, it does have a Josh Daly feel to it, a lot of his other songs. I mean, he's got one where it's featuring Dana Jean Phoenix. It's not always just him on the vocals. No, um, but I, I, I think I'm right. I fucking hope I am. Jesus. Well, what do I say, Andy? Well, you just say uh, at 19. Right, I'll just say I'll just say Andy <laughs> knows more about this producer than I do. So here you go, Andy. That'll do. All right, I got a new track here from at. 1980. I'm keeping that all in, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the song I want you to play, very addictive stuff, it's Play It on the Radio featuring Josh Daly.
right, and that was at 1980 with the track Play It and then in brackets on the radio uh, featuring Josh Daly. And that was uh, Marco's third track this week, and that was brought to you by my awesome patrons in the uh, the $10 Club while there's Albion Algorithm and Retro Serenade and Gary Heather and Night of Ducks and Andrew Benson and Sarah Buchelman. And we're back on this uh High five. So that's a good one. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, Josh is good. It was fun because he, when he was touring with the FM 84, they sort of, they would uh, take turns on certain tracks uh, singing because mm-hmm. Josh sings on the Time Cop song that FM 84 did a remix of that ended up being on the album. And then when they do it live, Ollie Ride usually would sing it. But then this time they were touring with Josh. So then they sort of, I think they sort of kind of took turns like back and forth. That's fucking cool. Eh? That yeah. must mean awesome. Yeah. So that was cool. They're nice, uh, nice people. Nice. They're both very good vocalists. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And uh, what I'm trying to think, did anything interesting happen this week? Oh, there was a Star Wars trailer. Did you watch the Star Wars trailer, Marco? Uh, no, I'm kind of over. I, I really, uh, no. I mean, I guess I get around on it, but I'm kind of not really excited with Star Wars anymore. It's just kind of fucking just milking it for what it's worth, you know? Sorry to be so negative. It just, I don't know, man. I'm I don't just know. I mean, like, you know, I, I complain about Star Wars all the I mean, time. How many more Star Wars movies are going to come out with? I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, there'll be a lot. I like, I'll say this in the spirit of complete honesty, because I watch a lot of angry nerds on YouTube complain about Star Wars. And, you know, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I am an angry nerd who complains about Star Wars. Yeah, well, it's a misogyny coming out, you know? Yeah, but, but I'm not, um, like, it's not an ideology where I'm just like, I have to hate everything Star Wars. No, not at all. No, I'm not. This, I mean, I didn't mind the Han Solo movie. It was all right. It wasn't great. I mean, you know, it, whatever. It's just they're bombarding us with movies all the time. It's, it's hard to get it's for me anyway. It's hard to get excited about another because it's like, did I just watch one last week? Like another one? Like you know? Anyway, well, sorry. But I think um, there seem to be a lot of people who they want to hate everything now that they're mad at Star Wars. Well, yeah, there is those people. There is. Yeah. So you know they'll watch the trailer and complain while it's on. And look, I'll say this: I don't like the Last Jedi, but I liked the trailer. Like I always like Star Wars trailers because the music the is grand. Good, yeah. They show lots of cool science fiction imagery and spaceships and weird planets and creatures and stuff. And I like all that. When I watch the trailer, like, I don't hate the trailer. Like, I know I'm not going to like the movie because it's, like, the direction that they went. I don't think they can recover from it in one film. I was thinking maybe what they should have done, because they keep on planning these things as trilogies. But I think they should have maybe had two movies just to fix what they did in the last one and then (laughs) end it. Like, you know, try and re-steer the ship back into Star Wars territory and then do the final chapter because I think this Star Wars movie the one that's coming out Mm -hmm. is going to be a messy convoluted film because I feel like they're going to have to do too much in that amount of time because they're you know they basically have to make you like the characters because they were separated last film yeah you know they have to have an adventure together so that you actually care that they're with each other mm-hmm. then they also have to kind of like wrap up the entire nine movies like which is what they're trying to do and explain why the emperor is there and there's all this stuff they got to do that I just feel like this movie is going to have too much in it and it's going to feel like kind of crowded and and silly we'll see 
I mean, the only thing that bugged me about the trailer, it would be something I would have liked had it happened in a different film. Uh, I mean, it looks like C-3PO is going to, like, sacrifice himself for something. Yep. I think it's more like uh, he's going to download some information that's going to erase his brain or something like that. That's what Well, I- see, this is the other thing that bothers me about trailers I'll try to stay away from. And I am sounding like a negative Nancy, but the trailers these days just reveal too much, man. It's like, I, I, I just want a sneak peek, you know, and get me hyped up or whatever. Just short trailers. But a lot of the ones I see now... I always regret watching because I'm like, oh, great. Now I know the whole fucking movie. It's like, you show me all the best bits. It's like, come on. Like, seriously? Yeah, this one uh, shows quite a bit. Um, I mean, I imagine this thing probably happens early on. The only thing that bugged me was like in the trailer, obviously they're gearing this up to be an emotional moment because like C-3PO, he's like looking at everybody in the room and they're like, what's going on, 3PO? And he's like, I'm taking one last look at my friends or whatever, right? But what pisses me off is all the people in the room with him aren't friends of his. Like it's all the new cast, right? Yeah. So like, I don't even think he shared a scene with like half of these people. So they're not even his friends. Yeah, that's the problem I have with that. It bugs me because it's like, fuck you. Like all, yeah, all your friends are dead. dead. All his friends are fucking dead exactly <laughs> you know like oh i gotta say goodbye to my friends who everyone's dead fine say goodbye to r2 like that's fine yeah i mean like r2d2's with them but i mean the way they're gonna have to tie this in to the the main uh, storyline and i just feel like they've got a lot of ground they have to like just patch up because even if people who like the you know the last jedi have to admit like what they did with the core cast was weird yeah because they separated everybody if you really want to build on the relationship of new characters like you want to have them like in interacting with each other and stuff the first thing they do in this movie was just like like they all got separated and then they're not really with each other and then they're sort of like having these kind of weird adventures with other characters and you're like why is Finn like having this side adventure with Rose Tico like I thought they were building a relationship between him and Ray. feels like there's a lot of unnecessary stuff like a lot of time filler shit yeah obviously there's always going to be people who like dislike whatever the new characters for whatever reason but at least like once you establish that's your story you know then at least embellish and, and and work with it. And so it's like, these are the new characters, so let's have them actually, like, have adventures with each other so they can develop a relationship. Yeah. And they just have this whole movie where they're, like, not with each other. So now, they're gonna do a third movie where they have to wrap stuff up and almost, like, now they'll all have an adventure with each other in the third film of supposedly their trilogy. Like, yeah. it's just silliness. Sounds like it's going to be a long movie. I'd include everything then. I bet, I bet you <laughs> to will tie be. everything together. I bet you anything, like, almost three hours. I bet you. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to see it, like, opening week. I'll see it, like, a few weeks no. after. No, I'll wait till it's on uh, Put Lockers or something. <laughs> 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 there it goes. Uh, Good one, Andy. Anyways, man, why don't you uh, play me some music? All right, I will. All right, my fourth track this week is from a new producer who has not been featured on this show before. Um, it looks like he's only been producing for a few months, but he has got a new EP out, three-track EP called June. The producer I'm talking about is VIQ. He's from Paris, France. Um, making some really good chill synth. You know I love this stuff, and I know you like this too. Uh, my favorite track on the EP is called Oasis.
And that was Oasis by VIQ. I hope that's how you say that. It is. I messaged him and I asked him because I was like, you know what? This time I don't want to fuck it up because I do every time. He said to me, uh, I messaged him on SoundCloud last night as I was listening to his beautiful music. Well, he said in return, I said, how do you pronounce it? He said, you just you can just say the initials of VIQ or pronounce it V-E-K, VEC, I guess. Okay. Well, we'll go, we'll go with VIQ then. That's the... Uh... Yeah, that's what he first said, so I'm going with that. All right, cool, man. Well, anyway, that was a cool track and it was brought to you uh, by my awesome patrons. In the $10 club, there's the Patch Bay, Gus Velichek, Renton Brax, Playmaker Media, and fucking Slunks. Slunks. <laughs> and we're uh, we're back here on this lovely Friday. I have to also record a high five with um, Joe. Ozone Joe. Mr. Joe Esposito. Oh, Ozone Joe. Cool. Because uh, after we did the uh, Beyond Synth bundle, uh, he was the, uh, the top donor and and the prize was to uh, nice. to do a high five, and so I think he's picked out his tracks. He's a very generous guy. I, I like Joe a lot. He's uh, he's got a very bubbly personality too. Well, we got to uh, yeah, we're gonna record that soon. I think one one dude tried to beat him and at the last minute, and then he. Uh, <laughs> He topped it, because I think he donated, like, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, donated, I mean, like, to the bundle, and then some guy jumped in, like, when it was almost over, and did, like, 53 or something. <laughs> so there was a, a little bit of a bidding war. Ooh! Oh. Ooh, exciting stuff. Yeah. What are you, you doing anything for Halloween? I mean, I guess this is kind of like a pre-Halloween thing, but um, there yeah. really hasn't been that much dark shit. Well, nothing that, uh, I mean, my next track will be dark, but there really hasn't been anything too dark, you know, that's, that's really compelling at this stage. But I'm sure it'll be coming out in the next week. Well, well when the show's uploaded, it'll be like, oh, look at all the good dark shit. Yeah, because we'll, we, we'll be doing like a family show Halloween. Yeah. Which will air in several days. I mean, the playlist I have for that show is like sort of Halloween-y. Yeah. I mean, people have been sending me like kind of Halloween tracks. Well, you know what you can do, you know, because you're so talented and all that. And right now, what you could do in the background is start playing Thriller by Michael Jackson. That would be really cool. Do it, Andy. You know, I just find, <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson is a little problematic. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Andy. Yeah, we were going to go on a wine tour, like a haunted wine tour, but, like, the fucking tickets sold out, like, a month ago. I couldn't believe it. But it was supposed to be pretty cool, so I think we're just going to take it easy. I might even have to work on Sunday. A haunted wine tour? Yeah, it's supposed to be really cool. I do it every year, I think, and I think it's obviously very popular because it sold out. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that, like, for something of that caliber. I don't understand the premise. You're drinking wine and shit jumps out at you. I don't know. Maybe it's just gonna... People get dressed up. It's like a Halloween theme. Right, but won't people be spilling wine everywhere? Oh, yeah, I guess. Seems like a bad idea. What's wrong with that? I mean, like, if I was in a thing where, like, okay, we're gonna put you in a little cart with wine, and then things are gonna jump at you, so you're gonna, like, well, fucking... Well, I don't know if they're driving you around as such. I mean, it's it's a winery. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I guess you walk, or you or they drive you. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of people. Unless you just do the wine tasting first. Yeah, I don't know. You ask too many questions, mate. Too many questions, Andy. I mean, I... Look, man, know. how do you get to the bottom of things without asking questions? <laughs> well, I, I was hoping I could tell about it, but I can't because I'm not going, so Jazzy and I couldn't get a ticket, so anyway, what do you do? I guess just drink wine at home and fucking throw shit at each other. Yeah. 
See what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> just be hiding around the door and just go boo and throw shit at people. And, like, that's, uh, you got your haunted wine tour right there. Yeah, honey, these are the jocks I was wearing all day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> jocks. I love when they're called jocks. It's funny to me. I like wearing jocks to work. It's more, it's more cozy and snug. And I like wearing boxer shorts in my spare time, in case you wanted to know, Andy. Yeah, in your spare time. <laughs> How are we doing today? You got a lot of time to spare? Yep. All right, got to switch underwear. <laughs> it's true. Well, exercise, exercising with boxer shorts just doesn't really uh, work, if you know what I mean. I don't really exercise, so I wouldn't know. You walk sometimes. I mean, that's exercise. That's true. Yeah. Well, how do you feel if you're in a rush, walking somewhere to get your Wendy's or something like that? I mean, is it... I'm fine, I guess. I don't know. Maybe like, I haven't worn briefs since I was a child. So, like, who knows? Maybe I'd wear them now and be like, hey, this is a real good thing. But I, I wear boxer briefs, which are pretty much briefs. Yeah, fair enough. Everyone's different. That's all, that's all right. It just depends how much time I have to spare. <laughs> Look, why don't you give me your, uh, your pick of the week? All right. My pick of the week is a new album from Makeup and Vanity Set. This is a masterpiece. Uh, I will say it. It really is something extraordinary. Uh, he has had a tr- series of albums that he produced in the earlier part of the 2010s called the Charles Park Trilogy. The three separate albums. Um, this has been a long time coming. I think it's about eight years since the third one. And I know a lot of the... Um, People that were in the synthwave in the early days really highly regard the Charles Park trilogy. Uh, it's just very atmospheric, horror, sci-fi type stuff. It doesn't need visuals. I mean, the music is that unique and descriptive, I guess you could say, that it paints its own story just by listening to the music. So, I mean, th- this is really amazing stuff. I had trouble picking just one track from it. I did end up going with... Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Andy. Etat. I don't know. Well, it's got an Axante um, Goo at top, so I think that'd be like Eta, like that. Eta. All right, Eta. There you go. The, the album is called Breaking News, Makeup and Vanity Set. It's available at makeupandvanityset.bandcamp.com, featuring great artwork. Uh, it's got a fair bit of support so far. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the track, my, probably my favorite track of it is Eta. But it, it is an album that you need to listen to from start to finish to get the whole story. You know, it, it really is amazing shit.
Fade, and that was Eta by Makeup and Vanity Set from the album Breaking News, and that was Marco's pick of the week. And it was brought to you by my $10 patrons. There's Matthew Lister, Tristan Waits, Skunk Raider, Colin Bennett, Joe Ozone, Willow, and Polly Digital. And if you want to support Beyond Synth like all these awesome people, you can go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth. And uh, if you want to be a PayPal, you can go to beyondsynth.com and click on the, the PayPal button. And that is that. This cover, this breaking news cover upsets me. Why? Well, you know, like there's like the news reporter, but the guy, but his face is all weird. Yeah, it almost makes me think of something like a little bit of They Live yes. theme to it or something. Especially when you listen to the music, it does have that kind of... Uh is that what the feel you're getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because it's not a skull face, but it's like this weird kind of demon face on the guy. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, like, it looks cool. It's just upsetting because it's uh, frightening. Yeah, like, it's it's like uh, if you look at the song, the track titles, they kind of do explain a little bit. Like, it's got The Man Appears is the opening track, and then No Survivors, Wearing Charge Now, Towards the End of the Album, Across the Wall. You know, so it does kind of some sort of invasion scenario where they're taking over. And anyway, it's kind of cool. Well, listen, man, thanks for your picks this week. No worries. I hope everybody enjoyed them. I hope you liked them too, Andy. Yeah, man. All right. Well, listen, well, you have a lovely weekend. You too. Peace out. <laughs> thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.